This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Attention Ditto Heads. Attention Bo Scouts. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the soul of excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly. What a day. Already, what a day. Woo! And then I get in here and I see... Kevin, with this blue and white jersey on, as if I haven't had a hell of a day already, I got to get in here, and the first thing I see, staring me in the face, Woo! the New York, f- Woo! yeah, that's okay, they'll fold like a cheap card, they'll Don't fold like a cheap card table within a few weeks. Just wanted to reaffirm, the Giants are four and one, thank you very much. Don't get nervous. It won't last. Thank you very much. Don't be rude. The, ladies and gentlemen, things have gone crazy over a weekend. I cannot tell you how disgusted I am today with American politics, with people of both parties. Disgusted, just absolutely disgusted by the stupidity, by the abject stupidity and racism that spews out of the mouths of politicians of both parties, some politicians, in the United States of America. It is disgusting. It is beyond belief to me that here we are at this advanced stage of human development where we have more life-saving capabilities, we have more capacity to do good to our fellow man than we ever have and woman, in this planet's history, and yet we have these cavemen and cave women, these Neanderthals that are running around spewing racism and spewing all sorts of stupidity out of their mouths. And of course, there's the media adding right along to it. What am I talking about? I'm talking about Los Angeles. You have this beautiful brown skinned woman, Miss M- Martinez, who's on a racist tear out there about the little monkeys. Or a little monkey. She's talking about the black son of one of her opponents. And that's just the tip of the iceberg when you dig into the story. It's all about redistricting out there. And Latinos have the power in Los Angeles. And it's just like you might as well be back in the the old South. Just switch out colors. Just switch out whatever. It's the same racist crap that represents the cesspool of human debris that spews out of this woman's mouth. 
Well, she's resigned her position as president of the council, but she holds on to her city council seat. The Los Angeles Times today has three or four stories on it. It's ugly and disgusting. We've got a Republican in Alabama, Tommy Tuberville. Basically, black people, in his view, want reparations because they're criminals. And they want to be, you know, and that's what they, they, they somehow or another, I can't even get to behind this conflated stupidity and racism that pours out of this jackass's mouth. And yet we Republicans, see, I'm supposed to play, I guess, the part of some conservative guy. We're supposed to just look the other way with this stuff and say, oh, no, no, it's not us. I'm out here. We're out here trying to bring more black people into the Republican Party, into the conservative party. But then we got to continue with a jackass like this Tuberville. This idiot belongs somewhere in the last century. A total abject ass. I almost went there. That word I'm not allowed to say on the air. Don't get nervous. And I'm not going to ignore it. I'm sorry. I'm not going to ignore it just like I didn't ignore it when New York was running that what's-his-face guy. Thank goodness he lost. Paladino. Who makes these racist cracks like he's somewhere in the last century. Glad he lost. What the, the L.A. situation is totally disgusting. But then you have Kanye. Now, just the other day, I was celebrating some of the words that Kanye said. Apparently, he's off. Be nice, James. Whatever is afflicting Mr. West is bad. He tweets, we're going, I'm going DEFCON, not DEFCON. DEFCON 3 on Jewish people. Jamie Lee Curtis, now Jamie Lee may be a liberal, is a liberal, but I mean, I feel Jamie Lee Curtis was interviewed on the Today Show. And believe me, I have no love for the Today Show. I've never been one of these people. I know even conservatives who watch the Today Show because they felt they felt about the Today Show like I feel about the New York Times. Yeah, they know it's liberal. They know it's a bunch of liberal hogwash, but it's their liberal hogwash. Like that's the way I felt about the New York Times. The New York Times is like my hometown paper. I'm sorry. I be, I grew up reading the New York Times. Okay. Yeah, I know it's a bunch of liberal crap. I know it's always a bunch of lefties in there, but it's still my hometown paper. Kind of like the way Kevin feels about the Giants. Okay. It's like they suck, they're horrible, they're a team that will never really... Excuse be. me? Kind of like Don't the way... Be rude. Okay, maybe a bad analogy. But the way, aye, I feel aye, aye. The, way, the way I feel about the New York Times is it's still I still have an affection for the old gray lady, even though I know that what's in there is a bunch of horse manure. But it's still my paper. I mean, that's one of the papers I, to be honest, I go to first now. At least my habits have changed. The first thing I go to is American Wire News. First thing I go to is BizPack Review. First, then I go to Fox News. And then I go to the New York Times. But when I get to the New York Times, there's still a, well, okay, now let me read the Times. I still have this, like, underlying kind of, I don't know, kind of satisfaction in, in, in the New York Times. I have since I was a kid. 
And yes, it's a bunch of liberal horse manure. But you know, it's it's New York horse manure. So okay. And then the New York Post, which I love most of the time. And the Daily News. I mean, these are you grow up reading this stuff, it's like it's it's like it's like a bad cup of coffee. Yeah, it may it may be a bad cup of coffee, but in the morning you still want coffee. So the Today Show, Jamie Lee Curtis was on, and she says she woke up and she burst into tears. She she woke up and burst into tears. DEFCON 3 on Jewish people? What are you doing? She says it's bad enough fascism is on the rise around the world, but on Twitter, on a portal, as if Jewish people haven't been had, had had it hard enough as of Asian people. She broke down. I don't blame her. I feel like breaking down myself today with some of the abject stupidity and racism out here. Let me tell you something. The stuff that came out of L.A. is so egregious. And the thing that gets it to me, again, this woman, she should take a look in the mirror. She's talking about the blacks, the blacks. You know how people say the blacks as if it's like a plague or something. The blacks. It's like look in the mirror. You're brown, lady. You ain't white. And even if you were, it's no excuse. You're a brown-skinned woman. You're a so-called people of color. The color stupid. We'll get to her. It's everywhere. Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, that's out there. That nothing has been done, and that is ridiculous. Then you have what's going on in Pennsylvania. Now, the New York Times says that what's going on in Pennsylvania is Christian power trying to rise up with this with the candidate there, the GOP candidate. Here's the headline. In the New York Times, the bad cup of coffee paper. Mastriano's attack on Jewish schools sets off outcry over anti-Semitic signaling. What I'm saying is, what the hell did this guy say? Well, what he said, he's accusing his opponent there, Josh Shapiro, of sending his kid to an elite and an exclusive school. Well, it so happens that the school that that he's sending his kid to is a Jewish school school. And so now the New York Times says, well, you can't say that because that's anti-Semitic. Au contraire. I don't necessarily think that's the case. But when you go further in the article, you see Mr. Mastriano, who promotes Christian power and disdains the separation of church and state. Well, the separation of church and state, the way liberals use it, has been bull squat from the beginning. It is not in the Constitution, never has been in the Constitution. It is something that liberals have used to try to force God out of the public square. So I dismiss that part of the sentence overall. That's just more liberal hogwash. And about sending his kid to a privileged, exclusive school? Well, let's talk about Democrats for a minute. This is what you do. I don't care whether it's a Jewish school. I don't care if it were a Christian school. I don't care whether it was an Islamic school, a Buddhist school. If it's an exclusive, expensive school, 
then my, I ask the question all the time, why is it the Democrat, the Democrat Party, and you, the New York Times, you support public schools because you want to force black kids, Hispanic kids, poor kids that don't have a choice of any color into these schools that keep failing. And anytime somebody talks about school choice, you get up on your hind legs and act like it's the worst thing in the world to ever happen. It's not. Okay? And so people do want to send their kids to good schools. What's wrong with that? And yes, are there expensive elite schools? Hell yeah. And you liberals send your kids to them. You don't want them going to school with the riffraff. But that doesn't have anything to do with Jewish. doesn't have anything to do with Christian. It has to do with you think you're better than us. You think you're better than everybody else. You send your kids to the great schools. It's kind of like you people that run the entertainment industry. You're a bunch of liberals. You wouldn't play half the crap in your house that you force, that you force down the guzzle of the American public. You wouldn't let all that music about the, the, the gangster ends, the murder, the rape, the misogyny. You wouldn't let your kids play that in your elite households, but it's okay, it's okay to play it in the ghetto. Let those people have that, that filthy garbage. Let them infect their souls and their mind with filth, but not you and your precious kids. No, it's about a double standard. It's not about anti-Semitic. It's about a double standard. You don't want your kids going to school with the riffraff. It's like the Obamas. Obama stood tall. And said back when he went in his office, remember this? Obama was all, oh, he was so against school choice. Because they have to, quote, unquote, protect public education. And what did he, where did he send Sasha and Malia? He sent them to the richy, richest, richest, richy rich school in Washington, D.C., where all the rest of the white liberal Democrats send their white liberal children so that they can advance and then get into the white, liberally-dominated Ivy League schools. And you don't give a damn about what black people, what Hispanic people, what poor people, what poor white people, what middle-class white people, what middle-class Asian people, what middle-class Native Americans, and everybody else has to send their kids to. They can continue, continue to send their kids to the ghetto school, but we are not like Joe Biden, who famously said, I will not, didn't want to send his kids to those jungle schools. Remember that? He ain't going to send his kids to the jungle. That's for your kids, not his. So Democrats have had a double standard on this forever. I'm coming back. We, and then there's that Giants jersey that I have to look at every single second here today. Coming right back. Don't go Son of a bitch. James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snurdly. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush. Rush. 
I'm telling you, this is one of those days I felt so... It's like you read the news and you feel like you have to take a shower. Because what you've read is nothing but filth after filth after filth. It's like, why is this so difficult? Why is it so difficult not to hate people? Why is it so difficult to be a loving human being and try to enter your day with love in your heart for your fellow man? And to try to not make racist, stupid statements that condemn an entire racial group. Why is that so difficult? Why is it so difficult to look at people and realize that they are human beings just like you are? Jamie Lee Curtis, I hear you. I understand why you broke down and cried. This is so ridiculous and frustrating for humanity to be at the place that we are, to not appreciate God's creation and everything that God created in this creation for us. I'm not saying we have to embrace evil, or I'm not ever going to say that. And I'm not saying we don't have to recognize evil. But, I mean, really, we have Republican politicians in this day and age saying the only reason black people want reparations is because they're a bunch of criminals, because they, they support the criminals. You act, every, every minute I have to hold myself from calling this guy, this Senator Tuberville, what I really want to call him. And he's unapologetic. He will not apologize. They send out some mealy-mouthed Republicans to defend this. Sh- I better calm down, okay, because I'm... Now, this woman in Los Angeles, folks, I know that many of you don't subscribe to the Los Angeles Times, and I don't blame you. I subscribe to it. I read the L.A. Times. Behind closed doors, Los Angeles City Council President Nuri Martinez made openly racist remarks, deriding some of her council colleagues, and spoke in unusually crass terms about how the the city should be carved up politically. And therein, my friends, lies a big lesson. You hear this woman talk. She described one a black one of the black council members in L.A. She called his son. She said he handles his son like he's an accessory. She described Mike Bonin's sons as a parase changuti changuitio. It's like a monkey, it's a little monkey. It's like really you can't even a little monkey. You're gonna go after the guy's son. She talks about, but get this, not only does, is she racist toward black Americans, she talked about black indigenous people. There is a group, and I believe it is Mexicans, that she was talking about, and she chided them, oh, they're the dark ones. The darker ones, and they're ugly. Now, this is a brown-skinned woman. She's beautiful, looking. Perhaps the evil in her heart hasn't managed to surface to her outer appearance. She's calling other Hispanics ugly because they're darker than she is. And they should be made to suffer politically, by the way. She rags on people in Koreatown. 
She wants to carve up the city with her racist tropes. She's calling. This is all in the L.A. Times today. And what are these people? Just for the record, they're Democrats. When I tell you, and I've been saying all along, that Democrats are the home of racist, all this identity politics that always roils around the Democrat Party, this is on their mind. There are, there are a few stories in the L.A. There are four, no less than four stories today in the L.A. Times about this woman. And it's all over power. I believe you pronounce them Oxicans. I'm not sure. Oxicans. It's O-A-X-I-C-A-N-S. She's talking about one of them, and she's, and then she talks about this liberal attorney, attorney, D.A., George Gasson, one of these progressives. Oh, F that guy. He's with the blacks. That's when she was, he's with the blacks. This is what you get out of Democrat Party in Los Angeles. Oh, screw him. He's with the blacks. And of the Oxicans, they're dark. They're ugly. This woman rose to the height of power, Democrat Party in Los Angeles. She's resigned from the president. She's still not resigned from her seat. And by the way, the Democrats here aren't calling on her to resign from her seat. She ought to be tossed out of politics altogether. Meanwhile, they're carving up the political map there along their racist designs in Los Angeles. So it's a us against them. Then in the New York Times, as I said, you've got this, and this article on Mastriano, Mr. Mastriano, who promotes Christian power and disdains the separation of church and state, has repeatedly lashed Mr. Shapiro for attending and sending his kids to what Mr. Mastriano calls privileged, exclusive, elite schools. Well, that is not anti-Semitic. And this is something the Democrats have done their entire careers. They do send their children to privileged, exclusive, elite, expensive schools that regular middle class and working class people, regardless of their color or religion, can't get into. They make sure their kids are well educated while making sure that the kids in New York City that don't have the means, have to receive a horrible education, which defeats everything. You know, I listen to people in the generation before me when I was coming up in New York. They always used to talk about, in the generation before me, my parents' generation, how grateful they were to attend New York City schools. Because back then, New York schools were, especially the, the, um, the CUNY system, affordable, and they had a chance to send their kids to school and get a great education. You had schools like Brooklyn Tech, which had a reputation for being one of the finest schools in America. We had science schools. We had music and art. Music and art was, quote-unquote, an elite school for musicians. I tried to get into music and art. I couldn't get into music and art because the kids coming out of these other places were so much better musicians. I wasn't mad at them. I understood after I applied. When I went through the audition of music and art and I heard the people I was auditioning against, I was like, well, damn, I'm not going to get in this school. 
these kids are great. And yeah, I went to school in Queens, but our music program wasn't as good as theirs. Oh, well, that was life. But these Democrats do send their schools, like Josh Shapiro, to great schools while they promote the idea that American students who don't have the means that they have have to send their their kids to these crappy schools. And we all know that they're crappy schools. New York has over 242 failing schools. This happens decade after decade. They still fail. Washington, D.C., failing schools everywhere. Democrats operate failing schools for the, for the little people. But they always can send their kids to the Sidwell Friends. That's the one Obama sent his kids to. While the first thing Obama did when he was in office, go check this. One of the first major policies that he did was crashed down on a school voucher program that Republicans had that would allow black kids to go to some of these better schools. He, the teachers' unions hated it. Obama, one of the first acts of office, was crush it, while he sent his kids to Sidwell Friends, a school that they would never be able to get into. Just like these other, what, they, what are they saying when they say that? They're telling black, Hispanic, and white, and Asian parents that don't have the means and everyone else, uh, I'm not sending my kids to mix with you trash. This has nothing to do with anti-Semitic. At least that part of it doesn't. This has to do with the double standard the Democrats have been engaging in for decades. And New York Times... You need to get straight because you know the reason New York Times doesn't like because they send the people here that write this crap for the New York Times can send their kids to those same schools that Josh sends his kids to. That's why they're defending it. We got to take a break. (sighs) He still has on that New Jersey Giants shirt. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurley, coming back after this. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. Rush. Now, here's Bo Snurdly. Difficult. 
That is exactly what we need, the higher love, my friends. One of my um, friends, this is a song that never made uh, never made it to to be a hit record, but it's a song that I love. There was a group. It's from they're from New York. The group was called Mother Night. Val Burke, Skip Sunny, the Pace Brothers. They were many of the members of a group called Willie and the Mighty Magnificence back in the day, and then many of them went over to to, uh, to Mother Night. They had a record that's great. One of the records. Um, they have they have a lyric in the record. It's a very short lyric. It always stayed with me because it, it's like <clears throat> it, it's a really simple question. It said, like, "What's all this fuss? What's all this fuss about color? If the flowers in the garden had no color, there would be no beauty to see." What the hell? Why are we still? Dealing with politicians who, whose prism for looking at the world is somebody's skin color. Of all of the things you have no control over, your skin color. I have a baby picture taken when I was three days old. You look at this baby picture. I'm a little, it's, it's. James is this little white baby with straight hair. That is not who I turned into. Of all of the superficial, meaningless things to attach so much negative energy behind, the color of someone's skin and finding a reason to hate people, to disparage them, to discriminate against them. This woman in L.A., this so-called Hispanic woman, rags on fellow Hispanics. We have a caller that says he knows how to pronounce the word. Let's go to him right now, Max. But but she's, she rags on them for being ugly and dark. What? This woman was elected to office, and this is, the, this is what functions as a brain in her head? Max, how do you pronounce it? Thank you for taking my call, uh, Bo. It's pronounced Oaxaca, or if they're talking about the individual, they would be Oaxacan. Thank you. And where are the Oaxacans from? They are Mexican, are they not? Yes, it's, they're from a region Indigenous. Oaxaca in the southernmost state of uh, Mexico. And they have uh, Thank you. known for their archaeological sites in Monte Alban. Thank you. Now, you said you disagreed with me. I said something. You disagreed with me about something here. You know, we were talking, it has to do with a problem with race here. And I think there's not as so much a problem with race as we have as a problem with culture. And when you talk about going to music and art, that, uh, that um, set up some bells in my, my head because I remember those days. And we <laughs> had in, in our school a very good music department where we were taught jazz and the scales and chords that were associated with jazz and the blacks and whites in the class. And the only thing we were concerned with, with was playing properly. Um, if we could make, if we could put out a good solo, and we had the common culture in that in that sense. It's a, it's a common culture that people look for. 
for example, if, if uh, Eminem came up to me and he wanted to be my friend and he was uh, constantly rapping, boom, 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 I got a hole in my room, I don't think I'd have much, I'd, I'd want to have much to do with him. And he's white, I'm white, I don't want to have anything to do with the guy. This is culture that we have either in common or not. What is the culture of a senator from, in this day and age, from Alabama who says the only thing blacks want, reason blacks want reparations because they're a bunch of criminals and they want to support crime. I mean, that's not culture. That's blatant racist stupidity. And I don't care whether it's Tuberville is a Republican. It's vilely. It is racist. He, the people on his staff should be ashamed to work for such an idiot. And I'm ashamed that he's in the Republican Party. He is. Now, guess what? I, and, and this is so naked partisan political on my front i would i almost regret saying it but i'm just going to be honest i understand why republicans still want him in over a democrat when you look at what democrats are intending on doing to this nation so i get why sometimes we have to hold our nose to some of these people and say i can't stand the fact that this idiot loser of a senator is in my party but i'd rather still have him in there than give joe biden another democrat to ruin the country because at least when it comes to most things he'll vote right but tuberville is a vile i i mean he doesn't deserve he doesn't deserve any respect for anything that he said with this unless he can actually come out and apologize to the people of this country for his vile racism his stupidity so I don't, you know, I do think that, I, look, I understand what you're saying about culture. And what you're saying about culture is real. And we can express that in any number of ways. If you go over to the U.K., for instance, you can see gangs there. And if you, if you put on blindfolds and you could get past the accent, and you had you could lift some of the conversation from these gang members, they sound just like the gang members here. Now, there may be a difference in color, but you couldn't tell because the gang mentality is the gang mentality. If you go to Asia, I've been, and you look at what happens at some of the lower middle class and what we call here the underclass, and you look at the behaviors, it's the same behaviors. Those behaviors are socioeconomic. They do have to, they tend to do with a cultural mindset. But we're also doing with, dealing with rank stupidity on the part of some of these people. 800, by the way, eight, I didn't even give the numbers today. I was so enraged. 800-848-WABC is the number to call us if you'd like to take part in what's left of our program today, 800-848-WABC. Remember, Catch at Night is up next. There is other news, some of it not news news, some of it like Kim Kardashian getting booed out at the L.A. Rams game which I saw a, a newspaper article on that that went on forever. It was almost like the President of the United States got booed. Jamie Dimon, you all know who he is, J.P. Morgan Chase CEO. He predicts that the United States and the global economy is going to be plunged into a recession, which brings me to a point. We have a new sponsor, and I want to play our new sponsor's commercial. You heard it in the first break. But I want to play it again before we go into the next commercial break to highlight the fact that this is a new sponsor of our show here. So let's hear that. We'll take a break afterwards, and then we'll come back. James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snurdly. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush, rush, rush. 
There was a story of James Golden here in the New York Times we didn't get to today. I asked Princess Di to uh, give us her insight on it. So tomorrow she'll join us to talk about this story, Saved by Grace. Evangelicals find a way forward with Herschel Walker. Oh, that's bad. Not. In the New York Times. Um, the New York Police Department, keep the music there, has been forced to use dental records to ID a dead man. Dental records, fingerprints. He was crushed to death by a construction truck here in Manhattan, in Manhattan on Sunday. Before emergency workers could get to him, he was pickpocketed while he's dead. And there's a crowd watching this. A crowd watching this. What are they yelling at him? Go ahead, gangster. Go ahead, gangster. While this thief pickpockets a man just horrifically killed. Of course, you know there was a shooting outside Lee Zeldin's house on Long Island. Two men shot. These are the, this is the crime problem in New York. Okay, there's another story. Not going to get to this today. I'm going to hold on to this. This is the apologist Michael Gerson. Why Anthony Fauci is the greatest public servant I've known. Oh, I want to take my time with this. That's not for today. I'm holding this one so I can go through this rubbish. And, of course, Daily Mail has a lengthy struggle today about Joe Biden's emotional call to his son, Hunter, telling him to get help after the whole gun purchase incident came. All right, rapid phones. Let's start in Staten Island. Jimmy, what is your point this afternoon? Jimmy, thank you for calling and thank you for waiting. Oh, Jimmy's gone. Let's go to Kevin in New Jersey. Michael Bloomberg for Lee Zeldin, do you think is a good choice? I think, yes, I do, Lee Zeldin. Of course I think he's a good choice over Ke- over this, this, this would-be governor, this unelected empress of New York, uh, Kathy Hochul. Absolutely, Lee Zeldin is the best choice that we can make. And one of the first things that ought to happen is we ought to have an investigation into the pay-to-play allegations with Ms. Hochul. Thank you so much for the call. Gracie, Burbank, California. How are you, Gracie? You're Gracie. I'm visiting. Listen, happy, happy, happy uh, Columbus Day from a first proud Italian American. Listen, you're 100 percent right with education. My liberal friends, the kids live in Manhattan and their grandkids go to the private expensive schools. They just talk the talk. They don't walk the walk. They're all full of it. And and that guy who just called what Lee Zeldin? Are you? Of course Lee is better. What the hell are you smoking? And I'm glad I love you. Goodbye. I love you, Gracie. In the weed. Enjoy your vacation in Burbank, California. George in Rockland County. How are you, George? Hey, uh, Mr. Golden. So, uh, could you please explain to me uh, why are the New York public school uh, are so bad. I know it's not because of lack of money. I heard somewhere that's about 30,000 
on an average per uh, student. Okay, so it's never money here. So can you please explain it to me? Yes. It is a combination of factors that would take more time than I have right now. One of them involves the lack of parental interest in their own children's welfare and education. The other involves the Democrat Party making sure that kids get steered into schools where they can never succeed, and the pay-to-play that the Democrat Party uses to launder money, meaning they get great contracts from Democrats. In turn, they send money to the Democrat Party so that Democrats can stay elected, and in turn, the Democrats say, okay, here's your private little fiefdom. We'll make sure that you don't have any competition from, from schools like these rich elite schools we send our kids to. That's just part of the equation. There's a lot more. It's a great question, and I would love for some educators to call us during the week and talk talk to us about those of you who serve in these schools. Please call us during the week, and you tell us why schools are so bad. And thus not even get started with the lack of discipline and the culture that rewards criminality and gangsterism. Oh, does he sound like Tuberville? No, that's not what I'm saying. Thank you for the call, George. Viviana in Brooklyn. Welcome. You're on WABC Talk Radio 77. God bless you, my brother. I am a Christian uh, a Latina and um, a person that cares deeply about we the people. That um, Latina in California should resign or they should force her out. That's one. And number two, they used to play that game and still do in Puerto Rico. They would say, oh, you're a little darker than me. And then the people would respond, and your grandmother, where is she? Y tu abuela, donde esta? We are all mixed. God mm. does not look at people's... Um, By their skin color. Viviana, I love you. Call us back, my sister. Call us back. Thank you. Jay, Long Island, you're up next. You ask, you ask why people can't be nice. They, because human nature is terrible, and I'm afraid to say that they never change. We are getting smarter, but, but but human nature is terrible. Thank you. People, Jay, I appreciate it. I got to get to Liz real quick because I think Liz tells me I went over the line today. Hello, Liz and Yonkers. You and Rudy, both of you have been yelling about everything. Now, this garbage goes on every day, but remember, it's a full moon, so that's probably why. Okay. But anyway, I am a former educator in the Board of Education in New York City, and we all work very hard in that system. That's just one thing I want to say. Thank you, Liz. I appreciate you. Love you, baby. Marjorie in Westchester, final word is yours. Make it quick. Hi. I just want to say, I've been hearing about the race thing. There's only one race, and the only reason why you have so many different complexions is because if you're close to the sun, you get darker. If you're far away from the sun, you get lighter. It's the melanin that's in our skin that makes us that makes us different. That's what it is. Thank God you. Says you make one race. That's it. Thank you. What a beautiful way to end. God bless each and every one of you and your families. We'll be back tomorrow. Boston Rush Rush Hour at four o'clock. Catch it night up next. We'll see you then. I'll stop screaming. New York Giants. I hope you wear something else tomorrow. Bye.
It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours, like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.